views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. It's so great to uh, be joining you. And that's actually what we're doing. We're joining you as you join us. It's so great to be connecting with all of you. We've got to look, I'm telling you, if you've got something going on in the next two hours, you're going to want to stop, reschedule, pull your car over and, you know, pop a video in the TV for your kids because we've got two hours of transformative talk radio coming your way here on the Dr. Pat show. Uh, Talk radio to thrive by transformation talk radio. Um, uh, I am so excited about today's lineup. As a matter of fact, it's a little bit scary, too. But first, let me say hi to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. Benny. How are you doing today? I be doing good. Now, I, I'm, so in, I'm so excited to be talking with Richard Barrett in a in, in few minutes here because I think that we get to look at ourselves in ways that we don't even know the questions to ask. And so today, I get to talk to him about this incredible book, The Metrics of Human Consciousness. I just like so excited about this. Uh, not only that, I love the picture on the cover. I was like staring at it. Uh, and then later on at the 11 o'clock, we get to talk with Vincent Barra. And you know what's so exciting about that? He wouldn't tell me anything about the show. And so that's going to be a fun time in the old time at town tonight. And so today, we get to take a look at the world in many, many different ways. And how are you doing, Mr. Benny? How's it, how are you doing today? How are you hitting them? I'm hitting them pretty good. Uh, probably not 100%, but uh, I'll go for 93. Feeling that one. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, I don't know why. It just popped in there. 93. Yeah. But if you're if you're at 93%, you're at a 930 batting average. Yeah, which is really a great slugging average, to be honest. Yeah, it's that's- phenomenal. That's good. I'm not going to even talk about the Mariners. Mariners could have used it. Yeah. Up. Oh, you knew exactly where it was. Yeah. It's the Bronx Bombers. They got the best of us yesterday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you did. didn't see the game. It went into uh, extra innings, and uh, they they squeaked out another one. So, oh well. It's exciting. Yeah, it's but the that's Yankees. the way they do it in the Bronx. Yeah, sure. They squeak it out. Yeah. That's what I did when uh-huh. I was in the Bronx. Everything I learned about life, and by the way, this is actually the book I'm writing. Everything I learned about life, I learned on the monkey bars. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I did. Do you actually know what it feels like, Benny? Uh, and, and, and maybe Richard can help us with this today. <laughs> Do you know what it feels like to be at the top of the monkey bars and fall down on concrete? Oh, I've had Ooh, many uh, almost uh, spills, but I, I've been able to save myself, I guess. 
Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, because that's because you're paying attention. Sort of. <laughs> or someone below is going to hold me. <laughs> ah, metaphoric. More metaphoric. Right, speaking. someone below. Right. You know, the yeah, key well, is <laughs> you know, Pat, the falling off the monkey bars onto the concrete must be painful, and pain is a gift because it teaches you not to do that again. Well, this is why I am excited to have Richard join us on the show today. For those of you out there, oh, this is going to be a good show. I can feel this already. You know, as as a matter of fact, for those of you that are out there, this is phenomenal. Richard uh, Barrett's joining us here today. If you don't know who he is, he is recognized throughout the world. And I think he is recognized throughout the world because he said yes. He said yes to a life and a pathway that, you know, where he gets to talk about evolutionary coaching, values-driven organizations. Uh, He gets to talk about love, about fear, about destiny of nations, and now the metrics of human consciousness. And for somebody like me, I am thrilled that I get to have this conversation with him. But I want to tell you, Richard, the pain of falling off the monkey bars onto concrete you really did nail it. So do you think that there's a lesson in that for me? I think there's a lesson in pain for all of us. You know, <laughs> I do. I think pain really is a gift, whether we're talking, well, mostly talking about emotional pain. When you're having emotional pain, you're out of alignment. And mm. and it's like a huge, a huge uh, traffic sign pointing towards what you need to work on to get back in alignment. You know, I had an interesting question for you today because someone made a comment to me and I really thought long and hard about it. And I'll tell you what it is. Someone said to me, you know, there are many sides to the world we live in and the technology we live in today and the social media. Many people say that social media is really depersonalizing human consciousness. And, you know, what it's doing is it's removing us. And this person, you know, said to me, they said, you know what, I think I have a different point of view. I think people, whether it is consciously or unconsciously, are expressing things that they would never express in person. And and talk about emotions. How have we been able to, over time, stuff the level of emotions we have going on for so long? You know, uh, this uh, social media for me is a reflection of uh, higher consciousness. Um, you know, the I like to say this, that the soul incarnates into a body uh, for the purpose of self-expression, which comes through connection and contribution. Mm. And, and, you know, the social media give us this an amazing opportunity to connect and uh, through expression of our ideas to make a contribution. Um, so I know when I check in on these different um, social media sites, I'm not only connecting, I'm, I'm actually getting information uh, from others who are contributing to me to help me um, develop my life. Uh, I, you know, I, I don't look at everything. I don't connect to all sites, but I connect to the sites that interest me and therefore can make a contribution to my growth and development. You know, I, I was reading in, in your book that, you you know, when you talk about this, you talk about, you know, the idea where you started to look at the metrics of human consciousness um, 
in in 1995, I think you said, and and you talked about it really being an accident, and mm-hmm. how you were you were referring to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and out of that came the research idea for seven levels of consciousness in the model that you've created. What it, what is the relationship between Maslow's hierarchy of needs and the seven levels of consciousness model that you developed? Well, uh, briefly, uh, what I realized way back then was uh, Maslow had really well defined, if you like, our ego needs. And he got up to the point of self-actualization, which I would call recognized as our soul needs, but he didn't have it very finely tuned. So I looked at uh, Vedic philosophy, philosopher from the East, where I found a, a lot of information about different levels of consciousness, of higher consciousness, things like soul consciousness, cosmic consciousness, God consciousness, and unity consciousness. And I began to realize that if I stop thinking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but as a hierarchy of consciousness and slipping that together with this uh, detailed uh, approach from the East to consciousness, I I could create a a full-spectrum model of consciousness that um, uh, would allow us Mm. to to understand where we are in our development. And uh, and that's what I did. I I actually love it. I mean, I, I was so intrigued by... You, you know what you've written in the book and the invitation that you give us to look at this um and, and i i will say that i am superbly uh happy about the fact that you and i can have a conversation and use the word consciousness and most people will not turn off the dial uh, and, and you know we've come a long way in 13 years since i've been doing this what would you what do you think is happening on the planet that more people now are eager to know what consciousness is and then figure out how to get some of it well <laughs> you know um i think there's a couple of points there that you know why is this happening and i yeah. And I think, uh, you know, we have to go back uh, and look at the evolution of our societies over many millennia. And what you realize very quickly when you look at the different worldviews is that they've been accelerating at a rapid pace. And now we have something we call democracy, which gives you freedom Mm. uh, to express yourself. Um, and there's only actually, according to the Economic Intelligence Unit, 26 nations in the world that have what they consider to be real democracy. Um, it, in a democracy, you can express yourself. So when you look at the seven levels model and you realize that, you know, for the first uh, 20 years of your life, you're fulfilling your deficiency needs, you know, surviving, relationship, self-esteem. And then you get to this integrated, this individuating point where you want to express who you really are. You're feeling the impulse of the soul for self-expression. Well, if you live in an author- if you live in an authoritarian regime, like the former USSR or China today, mm-hmm. You get locked up for expressing yourself. They don't want free thinking. And so what democracy has done is it's it's lifted the lid of the possibility of the masses individuating, which means connecting with their soul and exploring the fullness of their being. You know, I I was um, 
I was really fascinated as I started to read the book. And of course, I jumped to the back. I had to jump to the back because I wanted to look at the model. Uh, you know, there's something about us researchers, I guess, that, you know, something happens to us when we see a model. It's like, okay, let's go to the model first. Um, but as I started to reflect on this, I started to think a little bit about, you know, the evolution of things and the evolution of, of what we're referring to today in the show is consciousness or states of consciousness as you, as you point them out to us. And so today I would love to have that conversation with you about this evolution and whether or not this is available to all of us here on the planet. You know, are we all capable of evolving through these states of consciousness? And if so, what is the process involved with this? For those of you out there just tuning in, I am so thrilled. I'm so thrilled to have Richard Barrett joining us here today. The book is called The Metrics of Human Consciousness. There's so much to talk about here uh, that uh, when we come back, I want to talk with Richard about, you know, the ego and the soul. Are they one or the other? And why are there states of consciousness? What is their purpose for us in the evolution of things? Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the show. They say we're young and we don't. Encapsulations is committed to producing the most complete line of research-based nutritional supplements from fish oil to probiotics to multivitamins and more. Available through qualified health professionals and community pharmacists, finished products are pure and hypoallergenic to optimize the long-term health of all patients, even the most sensitive. With Pure Encapsulations, you can rest assured that you're getting the purest and highest quality nutritional supplements available. Ask a qualified healthcare practitioner about Pure Encapsulations today and discover why it's the supplement brand of choice for healthcare professionals worldwide. For more information, please visit www.pureencapsulations.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Lynn Brown from the show Winning at the Game of Life. Listen, it's time to enrich your money stories and open your path to all that you desire. We all have limiting beliefs which we accumulate from our life experiences, ancestors, and past lives. These beliefs block our ability to receive the unlimited flow of abundance that the universe is constantly offering to us. Why are we so emotionally caught up on the word money? It's only one of the many forms of abundance. I'm excited to uncover your unique stories and limiting beliefs around money and abundance, as well as give you tools to release them from your space. It's time to invest in yourself. You deserve everything you ever imagined and more. Call me to schedule a reading at 844-LETTER-B-INTO-IT or letter R, letter U, intuit.com. Lynn was very accurate and she was so clear in explaining everything to me. I highly recommend Lynn to all of you. Be a leader as a way of life. 
Reclaim leadership over your domain with Ascended Master Moses. Meditation workshop led by Wendy R. Wolf and Lynn Brown. Friday, January 30th at the Key Center Building in Bellevue. Live out your unique and significant role in this lifetime for the betterment of your soul as well as the universe as a whole. Come practice opening to your inner voice. Be the difference only you can make in your world. To register, go to HealGrowShine.com or email Wendy at WendyRWolf.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. That song is in honor of my very special guest today, Richard Barrett, joining me here, The Metrics of Human Consciousness. And later on in the show, we're going to go ahead and give a copy of the book away. But I want to just, I want to invite all of you out there uh, to go ahead, and I'm going I'm to tell you exactly where you can go to do this. This is really kind of cool. Actually, it's very cool. Um, I want you to go ahead and go to the website, if you could, um, I'm going to make it simple, www.values, with an S, center, C-E-N-T-R-E, dot com, forward slash, P is in Pat, V is in value, A is in Apple. And if you go there, please take the free personal values assessment. It is extremely enlightening and then later on in the show we're going to give you a copy of the book so you can explore this yourself um, Richard thank you so much for joining us here today um, a couple things I really I really was uh, intrigued by I mean there was a lot of things I, I actually don't know how you were able to write so much in such little space that is masterful <laughs> actually <laughs> thank you that is really masterful and I love that you put pictures in here um, okay. Well, you know, one of the one of my values, Pat, is clarity. <laughs> I love clarity, and so, you know, of course, then I write with clarity because I can't live without clarity. I don't know why that's a value for me, but it just happens to be that way. Well, and you know, let's talk about clarity because I was telling you during the break that um, many of our listeners over thirteen years have said things like, you know what. We totally get the whole consciousness thing. We think it's, you know, the final frontier. And yet, when is somebody going to help define it in practical day-to-day? What is it? How do I know that I'm there? And what is the pathway to getting there? I mean, we hear that question more often, Richard, than you can imagine. But obviously, you must have as well, because you really have taken it to that level, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, we can answer that question yeah. right now do if it. you want to. Yes. Okay, I do. well, look here. Here's my definition of consciousness it's awareness with a purpose. That's what consciousness is it's awareness with a purpose. If you're a living person, uh, you have awareness and you have a purpose. And the purpose changes through seven stages of your life uh, from naught to two years old. You're totally function, focused on surviving. You're, every aspect of your DNA as a baby is yearning to survive. So we have survival consciousness at that level. And then from two to eight, we, in order to feel safe, uh, we need to fit in. So that's the conforming level of consciousness. Then um, when we get for about eight or nine years old up to about the age of 30, sometimes for the rest of our life, we move into the differentiating stage where we want to 
we move beyond love and belonging at that second level to the third level of wanting respect and recognition. And, and that's our purpose. Our consciousness at that level is focused on getting respect and recognition. You just look around you at all the teenagers you'll mm. see and, you know, they've got the latest gadget or they've got the best clothes or they've got a great ha haircut. You know, they're wanting recognition. They're wanting to be seen to fit into the group, but to be recognized also within the group uh, as somebody special. That's that's the, the third level. And then we move after that. Usually we're in our late 20s, we, we're thinking about getting married and having children. And we leave home and we begin to recognize that the beliefs and values of our parents are maybe not our values and beliefs. And we begin to find out who we really are. And that's called the individuating stage. And so here, our consciousness here is about freedom and about um, becoming more authentically ourselves and so that usually happens in the mid-20s uh, through into the 30s um, then our life conditions change a little bit as we get married and we have children and we um, having found our sense of who we are we open up the let me call it open up the avenue to the yeah. expression of the soul because the soul wants to express itself and that's when we move into the self-actualization stage, usually in our 40s. And there, the purpose is to find meaning in existence and to find out what your gifts and talents are um, so you can express them. Now, once you've found your gifts and talents, you move into the integrating stage where you wanna make a difference in the world by using your gifts and talents. And in order to make a bigger difference, you need to align with other people. You've got to cooperate with them. And so if you haven't learned to uh, love other people or what I say, live a values-driven life, you're not going to be able to lead a purpose-driven life because you're not going to be able to make the connections you need to, to have an impact in the world. And finally, as we get into our late 50s and 60s, you know, we, we all we want to do is be of service. We want to give back to the world. Now, what I've just said is the normal trajectory that we go through. And each stage of development has uh, alongside it a level of consciousness. So we grow in stages and we operate at levels so that we can be at the survival level of consciousness even when we're an adult if we don't have any money and we've lost our savings. Uh, it doesn't mean to say we go back to being a baby, but we go back to that level of consciousness. So there are stages of development and there are levels of consciousness. And so that's what it is. Consciousness is awareness with a purpose and that purpose relates to the needs we have at the stage of development we're at. Sorry that was long, but I just no, needed it was to explain perfect. that whole thing. It was perfect because, you know, I think that when, at least for many people that I know of and myself, is... Um, maybe we value the idea of having a baseline to figure out where we are, to have an idea of where we want to go, and to know how the heck we're doing in yeah. enacting that in life, right? Yeah. You know, life, yeah. you don't, when you get born, you don't come with a book of instructions. No. You know? <laughs> but no. you see, 
the seven levels model is really is really a you know your basic instruction manual for the stages of life you're going to go through what's going to be important to you at each stage and at each stage because you have different needs there are different things you value so you as you as you move through these different stages your values change and that is what enables us to measure consciousness mm -hmm. because if we know what your values are we can immediately plot those to the the seven levels model and that's what people are going to go online and do when they go to valuecenter.com slash pva they're going to do a little survey it takes two minutes and then they'll get a feedback which will show them which levels of consciousness they're operating from at this point in time in their lives you know i want to ask you a question about this before we go to break and that is you know sometimes when we hear about levels and especially when we we talk about something like consciousness something happens uh in the minds of people and automatically many go to this place wait a minute i think what he's talking about is as we get older we get wiser but when i read this i didn't really think that age was really relevant. And I would love for you to talk about that because many of the models we hear about, right? And you know this, you know, there, there are, are, are sayings that we live by, you know, you're just, you're not getting any older, you're getting wiser. And, and it's like, why do I have to get old to be wise? Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm really sorry to disappoint you on this one because... <laughs> <laughs> when you, I, I knew I was setting myself up, by the way, Richard. Just, just so you know. <laughs> I thought so. Anyhow, but look, no, no, no. You, it, the, the, the stages of life that you go through, uh, it, it, it's like this. Uh, as you go through the different stages of life, the, the complexity of the social surroundings, the social milieu, the, uh, gets more and more complicated, and therefore you have to develop a more complex mind to deal with it. You know, when you're a baby and you're in your mother's environment, that's one level of complexity. Then you get to be, um, you know, four or five years old, and now it's not just your mother's environment, it's the whole family environment. And then you go to school, and then you, so it's a bigger environment. So every time you move into a larger environment, you have to develop a more complex mind in order to feel safe and secure in that larger environment. And then you go to college, and then you go to get a job. So we're pushed automatically in our modern world into these more and more complex environments which demand more complex thinking which demands a higher level of consciousness which comes with a higher level of intelligence because now because we're able to maintain what I say our internal stability in these more complex environments and, that, and so as consciousness grows intelligence grows guess what we get mm. we get wiser as we get older. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I want to tell everybody. I took I took the assessment. Uh, Benny, I don't know if you did, but I took the assessment. And um, what I love about it, if you haven't taken the assessment, there are two things I love about it. One is, well, there are many things, but one is you get a really good view of the seven levels of consciousness model. Uh, and the way it's presented. So what Richard is talking about, you get to see visually and graphically here. Uh, and, and then secondly, we get to find out a bit about what values uh, we pick. 
So I get to find out now a number of things about the values that I pick. And then the other thing that I love about this is, and I don't think Richard mentioned this, is this is not just an assessment because now that I'm looking at it, I want to tell everybody, we get to do an exercise in here that we can actually now explore the values that we have chosen for ourselves. And listen to these questions, folks. I, 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 can, I get, can I share this, Richard, about what the sure. questions are? It's yeah. freely okay. available. 150,000 people have done this, so you absolutely. Okay, yeah, but, I, but I want people to read. So it's more than just taking an assessment. You will be pleasantly and beautifully surprised. The questions are fascinating, and I love them. And they say, look, from the 10 values you've picked, you know, think about the three that are most important to you. Write them in the spaces below. Why do you believe that this value is important to you? Recall a moment in your life when you really lived this value. What behaviors did you exhibit and support this value? How might you react if this value was not being honored by others? I can tell you that I would be ballistic. Well, <laughs> may, I, I, yeah, describe your feelings, thoughts, and actions. Ballistic. Do you think I'm attached to that value a little bit? Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll give a copy of the book away. But please, if you this is this is a fascinating tool. I'm going to talk to Richard when we come back how he works with couples on this. This would be so cool. Uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back. I'll make sure that you have the website that you could go to. It's very simple. www.values with an S center C E N T and it's R E dot com forward slash P is in Peter, V is in Victor, A is in Apple. Go ahead and go there. It takes no more. Well, it didn't take me more than about 30 seconds to do. May take you more, but go ahead and do it and then be surprised. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Preceding audio was via a Skype call. Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. What does a dentist of the year get? A little plaque. <laughs> Welcome to Smile Big, where we offer cosmetic, restorative, and preventative dentistry. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdenard work hard every day for their clients to be happy to smile with the latest equipment for complete smile restoration for anyone. The sooner you call, the sooner they can help. Call 425-454-4040 or email scheduling at smilebig.com. 
You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. Are you ready to thread your life with intuition? Intuit Apparel can help you do just that. This is not just about a piece of clothing. This is about a movement, an awakening, and staying centered in life. Your life. Intuitive and host of the radio show, Get Into It, Lynn Brown, was given this image with the intention of a clothing line designed to represent the essence of life itself. Visit IntuitApparel.com now and wear your intuition with pride. Dr. Loves Quickies. Mary's about ready to give love the shove, because no matter what she tries, guys don't know that she's alive. To turn guys on, she needs to turn on those green lights, nonverbal cues that say, over here. Most guys won't approach unless they're cleared for landing. So ladies, to kickstart your love life, turn on those green lights and flash your pearly whites. I'm Dr. Jamie Turndorf of AskDrLove.com. Wondering how to play the game of life and actually win? Stop wondering and start winning the game of life with the unique, incomparable Lynn Brown. Lynn takes everyday aspects of life and infuses them with the magic of soul and passion to help others. She wants to help you next. Lynn offers a myriad of spiritual healing from chakra clearing, aura healing to even corporate and business readings. Bring your game face and visit letter R, letter U, Intuit.com or call 844-LETTER-B-INTUIT. The following audio is via a Skype call. Hey, everybody, welcome back. For more information about us, you can go to transformationtalkradio.com. Uh, you could go to the drpatshow.com. If you want to go to Facebook, go to Facebook, the Dr. Pat Show, Twitter, the Dr. Pat Show. Um, and for those of you that want to take a sneak peek at what we are going to be in full launch uh, around the 4th of July, you can go to the transformationnetwork.com. Uh, and then when you get there, you can click on the radio, you can click on the community and so forth and so on. Um, we're very, very pleased and honored that all of you have provided us with insight on what you'd like to see us do better and what you'd like to see us do more of. And hence, uh, this is really your child that uh, we're giving birth to as well. Um, Richard, thank you so much for today. Before we give a copy of the book away, and Benny, we're going to go ahead and do that in a second. What is the best way for people to find out more about you and your personal website? Um, I have a website, uh, Barrett. that's B-A-R-R-E-T-T, mm-hmm. all one word, richardbarrett.net. That takes you to a website which is uh, the Values Center website, um, which is the business that uh, uh, my company operates. We we map the values and measure consciousness of organizations and leaders all over the world. Um, and so you can go there. But one thing I'd love to tell you is that whole website is due to for a massive upgrade in about three weeks. Yeah. And, uh, and if you go there now that's one thing but really go back again in towards the end of the month because it is absolutely unbelievable what websites can look like these days i know it and you know we've just gone through that with all of our websites as well 
you know, in going ahead and rebuilding. Well, actually, we didn't rebuild. We actually built from the floor up all brand yeah. new interfaces and, you know, the world we live in. So people can be able to look at what you're doing, what we're doing on the many, many different devices, right, that yeah. they use today. Um, okay, Benny, let's do this. Let's give a copy of um, the Metrics of Human Consciousness away to our first caller, uh, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. Um, Richard, I had mentioned before that I had gone in and I had taken the assessment. And I was telling folks before the break, wow, some interesting questions on here, right? And I was a little bit surprised to, to actually find that there were questions because even though I looked at what I had put down and started to read about it, when I started to look at them in the context of the questions, I was like, no way. How might I react if that value is not being honored by others? Oh, I can't even imagine, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, so the exercises at the back of this uh report that you get um, are designed to deepen your understanding of your values and now something you mentioned before the break mm -hmm. is you know uh, this is a great way of uh, uh, having a chat with your spouse your yeah. girlfriend your boyfriend or your, even your whole family can go online and do this and then get the results get the printed report and then sit around a table and talk about your values it is one of the most exciting things you can do because values are so close to our hearts that when we start talking about them, we just release so much energy. It'll be an amazing conversation that you've never had before. And, you know, you're talking about the transformation network. Well, let me tell you, transformation <laughs> happens when you have new conversations you've never had before. And that's what this tool does. It allows you to have new conversations. It does. I mean, I'm I'm already thinking of new conversations that I'm getting ready to have with myself here in a hot minute over some of this. Um, and, I, you know, and, and, and otherwise I wouldn't really think about it. But you really did uh, ask some uh, thought-provoking questions. And I shared with you what my results were. Are you surprised that I would have such a reaction to that third question? Uh, not really. Uh, you know, you just to shout out your values so the, the listeners sure. can hear them, you know, the okay, ones that yeah. you pick. Yes, here's what it showed up as. I picked creativity, humility, humor, fun, integrity, leadership, making a difference, respect, risk-taking. Uh, Benny and I ride motorcycles. Uh, vision and wisdom. You see, you know, Pat, what you've got there, a, a whole set of values at the higher levels of consciousness, levels uh, uh, five, six, and seven, which first of all tell me that you have uh, not only successfully individuated, but you are also expressing who you really are. Um, and that's, you know, the, the, the lower levels of consciousness are about the development of the ego. The upper levels of consciousness are about the uh, soul of the unfolding or the emergence of the soul so what I see from this is, is that you're fully into your soul emergence and that suggests to me that you're not 21 anymore <laughs> oh no the cat's out of the bag <laughs> oh Benny I'm, I'm outed 
Because you would, you would not, you wouldn't have all these values at the, 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 the fifth and sixth half. Your values are the fifth and sixth levels of consciousness. You know, you, you, you've, you've been, you've been through the ringer of life. You've learned how to cope. You've learned how to adapt, and that's, uh, and you've learned how to express yourself. That. You see, so many people never get to fully express themselves because they get locked into the yeah. expectations of their parents, of their families, of society even, you know? Yeah. We get locked into, and, and our creativity gets crushed. You know, uh, they, they did a little, they did a survey some years ago. They, they, they followed a whole bunch of young children and from age of two all the way up to 25. They found that kids at three to five had like 98% creativity. Um, by 10 or 12, it was down to 50%. By the time they got to 20, it was 2% of them had genius level creativity. So where did all that go? It, it got socialized out of us. Now, interestingly, as you move through the individuating stage around uh, late 20s, early 30s, and you open up your soul open up to your soul expression, that creativity comes back. So, you know, that was really interesting when you said, yeah, one of my values, in fact, it was the first value you said, creativity. That said to me, ha-ha, she's living the expression of her soul because these other values are up at the higher levels. She must be no longer 21 and she's living the creativity of her soul. You know, and I want to ask you about this because it's really fascinating that we're talking about this. And for those of you that have not taken the assessment, please go ahead and do it. Uh, but the book also really does talk to some very, very important things about the soul as well. Um, and I, I just love what you've what you've done here, uh, Richard. I really do love what you've done, and, and you know, and, and I honor it because. It, I have found in, in, in going the research pathway as well, to be able to put together um, an explanation for one's research that both taps into the emotional, the human level, as well as, you know, the cognitive and, you, you know, thought-based explanation level is really masterful. And Thank you. you're and I and I say this because you know I love that you called it the metrics. <laughs> of you, yeah. Of you, when I first heard about the book, and then I saw the cover, I thought, oh, okay, all right, this is more than metrics, right? But <laughs> let me ask you a question about this. Let's say one. Let's say a person doesn't does and takes the assessment, right? But then life goes on, and they're not able to live with their values in the forefront. How does it affect them? So, for example, let, you know, you said something to me. You said your your creativity. Um, if my creativity is crushed and I can't express myself, then that that's going to be a problem. And you're right. Uh, that happened to me in 2004, and I got really, really sick. Yeah, and but, you got depressed, didn't you? Uh, <laughs> Anytime I can't express myself, right? Uh, and, you know, I, I, I had a mom, uh, Richard, that believed in perseverance and believed in you got to persevere. And, and, you know, some days you have to file and some days you have to do the mail. But, I, you know, some days when I have to file and do the mail, I am not a happy person. No. Nah. <laughs> 
No, because you're, you're doing the laundry of life and you really want to be doing the creativity of life. No. <laughs> I know. Look, let, me, let me tell you. You see, and that's another aspect about your uh, assessment where okay. you, all your values are in the top part. You've only got one in the bottom three. That's a <laughs> respect at the middle mm -hmm. level. It, this means to tell, this tells me right away that um, you probably mastered those lower levels of consciousness, but yeah. it's not where you want to spend your time. Right. Yeah. No, but, you you're know, absolutely right. Yeah, yeah it, you're but, absolutely but you know, right. But in order to have all the benefits of the upper levels, you've got to deal with the lower levels. Mm -hmm. And so the ideal distribution is a value at every level of consciousness. I call that full spectrum consciousness. So you, you take care of the details. Now, here's an interesting fact that when they looked at, uh, they studied the people um, aging um, and they followed, the, in around 1920, they started following people right through their lives. They found that the key factor in longevity was conscientiousness. That, is, that means taking care of the details. Mm. And you know, that is really significant. Um, they also found that, um, uh, that was just longevity, but when you looked at, uh, also looked at a sense of well-being, the, the key, uh, and this is from a Harvard study, was love, basically. <laughs> loving yourself and loving others. That was the key to well-being. Wow. And, you know, I, and this is part of, you know, what you ask in that third question. What would happen? You, you ask what would happen, or you, you, you ask how you would feel. Yeah. How we would feel about not being able to fully express, and this is real, I'd really like to get your help on this for folks listening. You know, having a feeling, like I said to you, if, if I could not do my number one at the top or, or any of the three, you ask us to pick three, I said I would be ballistic. And what mm -hmm. I mean by that is, and you really nailed it, I would not be happy. I no. would be depressed. Uh, and it doesn't mean I have to do them all the time, but if I felt that I didn't have hope, if I was hopeless at having yeah. those in my life, can you talk to that for a minute, the idea of, of feeling hopeless, that we will, we will never have those things which we so value? Yeah, I can talk about that. And, and I, uh, I want to mention two books, a book I'm working on right now, which is A New Psychology of Human Well-Being, that looks at ego-soul dynamics and the impact on uh, physical and mental health. And, and in that book, I, I've just finished writing the first half of the book, I, I looked at suicide data. These are people who you know, have given up on life, they're desperate, they're hopeless. And, and, and what I noticed when I looked at the data for the four countries that made up, make up the United Kingdom, that uh, young Welsh women and young men from Northern Ireland had the highest suicide rates. And, and and when I dug into that data, um, it was fact that in the young Welsh women that there are no jobs for them. They mm. they 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 can't they cannot get through their differentiating stage and integrating stage. They can't get respect and recognition because they don't have work, and they can't find freedom uh, because of the integrating because they don't have work either. And and uh, in the Northern Ireland is the issue there with the young men is that they, they, they can't fully differentiate, in other words, find the, uh, be part of a group and yet be um, recognized in that group because 
there's such an expectation on them from their parents to belong to this group or that group that they, they have no freedom of choice to be who they are. Um, so, so, so what happens when we, we're not able to express ourselves, we're not able to connect with others, and we're not able to make a contribution is the soul gets sad. Mm. And when the soul gets sad, you get depressed. Yeah. Yeah, boy. That is that is so fascinating to really look at that. And, you know, I wonder about the people like Robin Williams, right? Mm-hmm who on the outside and many of us you know we really know how to look good on the outside right mm-hmm. uh and my and the listeners that have been tuning in for as many years as they have they know when i'm having an off day and as a matter of fact we benny will attest to this we've had our listeners call in and say hey dr patty you are right you know because they can i i guess i wear it but mm-hmm. when i am on air i am in the flow the first time I got behind a microphone, it was like I it was like breathing. It was like I was coming home. And it's not something that I laid out and I planned to do because it is a form of expression. And at the same time, I get to honor people that are helping change the world. But many people don't have an outlook. And we're hearing more and more about our young people that really want to express themselves and are not able to express themselves. I mean, it seems like we're going to be in some kind of trouble here if we don't address this. Yeah, you see, when there are pressures around you to conform in order in, a, in order that you can feel loved, then you're gonna and and these pressures deny your self-expression. You either have a choice to rebel or to give in and because you need to feel the sense of love and belonging because it gives you a sense of safety and we all need that sense of safety in life until you get to the point where you realize that you don't have to dependent on other people for meeting these needs that that's the individuating stage that comes up in late 20s early 30s and the way one of the ways that you can move into that stage more easily, and there are several ways, but first of all, if you've got self-actualized parents, you're brought up without too many traumatic fears, subconscious fears in your mind. Secondly, travel and education mm-hmm. help you yeah. to understand the world, that the world that you live in, it, it, there's a different world for other people out there. So as you meet other people from different backgrounds, you realize that yours, the, 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 the world is larger than the world that you think you live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what travel and education do for you. And they help you to individuate, to get through that stage of development where you can really find out who you are yourself. You, you take off a mask. Yeah. The mask you wear is the mask that you need to wear to get your needs met in your parental and cultural framework of existence. And individuating allows you to take off that mask because you don't need to wear it anymore. You're not any you don't have any fear about being who you truly are because you can become a viable independent person mm-hmm. on your own. It's fascinating you say that because, you know, 1990 was a very pivotal year for me. I packed myself up and I moved clear across the country to a place that I had not known much about, had one friend here, 
and thought I would actually go to school here, ended up going to school in California. And that move from New Jersey to Seattle, I really was different. I mean, I, I, I didn't really think about it till you just started to talk about it, but there was something fundamentally different happening to me. And as a matter of fact, now that you mention it, I started to do uh, some artwork and sketches and I went through a period where I did that and then I didn't do it anymore. And yep. it's well, really you know, interesting for me to think about that in the, in now in a different way. And I can tell you exactly what age you were when you did that. Uh-huh. You, were, you, you were at the self-actualizing stage of development. <laughs> you, know, our, you know, our friends sometimes think we're a little crazy. It's like you packed up and moved everything to a place that where it rains like what, 80% of the time? But, you know, somehow, and this is really kind of the last question I want to ask you, how does the soul guide us, Richard? Well, you know, uh, in many ways. And I'm going to be uh, publicizing an an older book of mine, but I can Mm -hmm. mention it right now because it totally answers this question. Mm -hmm. It's called What My Soul Told Me, A Practical Guide to Soul Activation. Nice. and, and, and this book, um, which is my most popular book, tells you not only about the stages of life you go through, but what you have to do to fully activate your soul. How, first of all, how to communicate with your soul. Then the next level is how to befriend your soul. Then how to trust your soul. And then finally, how to be one with your soul. And when you get to that last stage, you know, I ask people this question, do you have a soul or are you a soul? And very often people are very conflicted about that. You know, I ask them to stand up if if that statement is true in the audiences where I give lectures. And they stand up for both of those. And then I say, you know what, you're very confused about whether you have a soul or you are a soul, but actually the truth is your soul has you. Boy, do I know that today. Richard, I hope you'll come back when you are ready to talk about the other books you mentioned in the show. Thank you so, so very much. Um, and, And as well... Please give out the website again. Folks can go to richardbarrett.net. Is that correct? Richardbarrett.net. Yeah, that'll take you to my personal website, insidethevaluescenter.com. And if you want to take the personal assessment, you go to valuescenter.com slash PVA. And please, I encourage you, all of you out there to go take the assessment. Uh, I am so fascinated by it. I'm actually going to go through and answer the questions because I think what I've learned just from this short conversation with you and from doing this, it really does explain some of the things that I'm discovering going on within me as well. And what a beautiful, beautiful way, as you would say, to understand human consciousness within ourselves. Thank you so much, Richard. Wow. Amazing. Wow. It was Thank really you. a pleasure, Pat. And uh, and thanks to Benny, too, for making it all happen. Benny, you're in the background. Yeah, there, it's but... all it's our honor. It yeah, is. Just, just salute you for doing what you love to do. I appreciate it. Totally. Thank you all. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. 